Hi everyone and welcome to Jola Speaks. Jola Speaks is intended to grow and equip us in our trust work with God. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Jola Speaks. I hope you are keeping well and having a great um, day so far. God is amazing. I am entirely grateful to God for continuing to use me as a vessel for this particular purpose. And today I want to speak about gratitude. Gratitude. You know, I was reading the Bible and reflecting and this came to me. And I feel like we need to be discussing gratitude every month. It's something that we don't do enough of because when we look at where we have come from and where we are today, we should continually be grateful to God for his love, for answered prayers, for his undying love and mercy that knows no bounds. So for this particular episode, I'm going to be discussing the story of David. And I'll read some certain parts of the Bible. Now this is where David was going through a lot. Right, He was hiding from Saul because his life was in danger. And I want to read a few things to you. Um to make us rethink gratitude. So I will start reading from 1 Samuel 20 and I'll just give you a quick, a quick recap before I go into the verses that are specific to this. So now this is where Ruby fled from Niles um, at Ramah and went to see Jonathan and he pulled out his heart to Jonathan that why would your father want to kill me? He was frustrated, he was angry. And Jonathan says that well he can't kill you because Whatever my father does, big or small, I will, I will know. But David told him that, look, this one, he, he knows that I have found favor in your sight, Jonathan. So he will ensure he keeps his quiet to himself. And he was right. So I'm, I'm going to read verse 5 of First Samuel 20. And also I'll scroll down and read verses 24. So David said, look, tomorrow is the new moon's feast and I'm supposed to dine with the king. But let me go and hide in the field until the evening of the day after tomorrow. I stopped there. I quickly moved down to verses 24. So David hid in the field, and when the new moon feast came, the king sat down to eat. He sat in his customary place by the wall, opposite Jonathan, and Anna sat next to Saul. But David's place was empty. Saul said nothing that day, for he thought something must have happened to David to make him ceremonially unclean. Surely he is unclean. But the next day, the second day of the month, David's place was empty again. Then Saul said to his son Jonathan, Why hasn't the son of Jesse come to the meal either yesterday or today? Now, as we see, there's a lot going on with Saul and his determination to kill David. But you know, as I read these verses, what jumped at me was, David is in a place that he probably did not ever dream of years before he entered the palace. I am not saying that, I'm not trying to dispute these challenges facing, but the fact that he's dining with the king of Israel, he's dining with the king, he's seated close to the king, because from what he's saying, he says that Saul could see David sit, so obviously he was dining close enough to the king. And so God had positioned him from dining with Patel, dining with his fathers, you know, and sheep, to dining with the kings. Let's just stop there and have a thing. Isn't God good? Now, I'm not going to ignore what he's going through, but 
we see from here, even with the challenges, David was doing something that most people in Asia was dreaming of. People had been in army for decades and years and didn't have the opportunity to dine with kings. But David, a small shepherd boy, is coming from dining with battle, cutting through the ranks, right, in the army, winning battles, and got him to the position where he can actually dine with kings. That is God. That is God. Because God had positioned him to be the king of Israel and God had positioned him to be in your palace. The elevation came from God. The growth came from God. And this just shows that in many cases, we can be so consumed by those challenges faced in those situations. You know, for example, you've been praying or I've been praying so much for about a particular job or a role that you know I need or you need for what you want to do. God gives you that role, right? And you are going to that role, but then at the same time you have challenges. But at the same time, God answered prayers at a point in time. So we're living a life of answered prayers, no matter what challenges in front of us. The point is that you know, God answered our prayers. Sometimes we say, oh, man, raising a family is hard, etc. But the time me and you were praying fervently for a family, praying fervently for marriage. But then at the same time, we seem to be so consumed sometimes with the challenges that this is bringing. And we forget to be grateful to God for the answered prayers that we are living there are so many scenarios that you, I'm sure if you just hear me now, there are so many scenarios that God can bring to your mind, right? That yes, they may not look perfect now because you're like, oh my God, I'm in this same role that I prayed for, or I'm in, you know, in this family. But then it comes with the challenges. But in life, things come with different challenges. That's how we grow. But let's not let the challenges prevent us from stopping to give God gratitude. We need to be grateful to God because we are living the life of answered prayers. Our prayers that God answered. Our prayers that God answered. You know, as I read this verse, I just smiled. I'm like, wow. Yes, you know, David was so concerned what was going on, but he had opportunity to die with King. In fact, he did not even show up because of obviously what was happening. But he was there. God so elevated him. It was God that did it. How would the shepherd boy be in the palace? He was not even part of the army at that point in time. Yes, God elevated him. There are things that God has done in our lives that don't make human sense. We, just, we don't understand how it happened. We just know it happened. Even in the way, the form, we don't have clear understanding. It happened to me several times. Those are what I call the God moments because there's no way humanly possible I could have thought, imagined, phantom anything close to what happened and the way God did it or God did it. But yet, sometimes because we are so focused on the challenges, we forget to say thank you. We forget to continually be grateful to God. Yet, we are more focused on God. Hear me. I have this challenge. God, please help me. And honestly, it is very understandable and probably easier to just you know, pray to God about all the challenges we are facing. But then gratitude is so important. Because by thanking God, by showing God gratitude, we are opening doors. We are opening the hearts. We are opening things for us because we are grateful to God Himself. And you know, whether or not it does anything, the fact that we should have a heart of gratitude is enough. To say thank you, Father. Yes, you know, 
the boss may be a snare as like um, Saul and David. Yes, you know, things, you know, be so busy. Oh, I moved to another country. Oh, it's very stressful. It is. Yes, you know, we are going, you're going through the breathing pains. We are going through the, the, the challenges or what these kind of things bring. But still, when you look back, when you look back, we know that we should be grateful. So today is a reminder of gratitude. I don't know how, I don't know where, but this is so strong in my heart to be grateful to God. And it's not me personally. I'm not taking us just stand, but just stands before him. Just exalt him in the beauty of his holiness. And I pray and I hope that you do the same thing. Just thank God. There are so many things to be thankful for. If you just literally let your mind, you know, just stop for a second and recall all the things that is done for you. I'm pretty sure you can never end it because the fact that you are breathing every breath step by step, every second is a testimony. The fact that God has spent our lives to this. It is life that is hope. Even when we feel our prayers may not have been answered or our prayers are still not answered, we are still alive to even think of prayers being not, not being answered at the moment. That itself is a testimony. God is amazing. We cannot phantom the magnificent mercy of God. Because if you want to think of, of you know, using our works as the way God will bless us, <laughs> yeah, I don't need to even go there. But in his mercy, he still looks at us and blesses us. Even when we make wrong turns, he still finds a way to recalculate us and send us back to where he has proposed and predestined for us. He's still God. He still loves us unconditionally. Let's be grateful. Let's be grateful. Let's imbibe the culture of gratitude to God. He will not ask you for it, but that's the joy that he sees when we are grateful to God. I've spoken about gratitude before and thanking God on, you know, what is done for who he is, you know, what he will do. But today I want to focus on what he has done. Have you thanked him for what he has done? And just one point just came to my mind right now is that we need to remember to be grateful for those that have helped us in our journey. In whatever way or form, even if they've turned against us, we need to be grateful. It's important that we are saying this because in a particular season, God sends me and your destiny helpers. The fact that they helped us and they obeyed to help us in a particular season is enough for us to thank them. Because people change, things happen, right? But then at the same time, God still used them to bless us, which is very, very important. So, thank you for listening to me today. I would encourage you like I am encouraging myself to take time and just give God thanks. Be grateful to God for how He has brought us so far. Today, I'm grateful to God because this year has been an amazing one for me. In growth, in strength, in healing. Like I can speak to you today so clearly because God has continually been healing me from the fear of speaking. When I have a voice, is honestly God's grace. Honestly. If you told me last year, this time last year, I would laugh at you because I would feel you are really joking and I would be speaking to people. I would be like, well, you don't know who you're talking about or talking to. But seeing me here, God has been grateful. I can speak confidently without the fear of speaking. It can only be God. How he healed me, I will not have phantom it that way. I thought, you know, he would just heal me one day and I wake up and I'm healed. 
Well, it was a process, but that was a learning process for me. Please be grateful to God. Please dance. You know, there's Halia challenge that has started already, and I would encourage anyone to join and just thank God. Thank God for what a wonderful work. Thank Him, thank Him, thank Him, thank Him. He deserves it all. He deserves it all. Let us be grateful to God. So that's it from me today. Thank you for listening to me. God bless you. And Lord, I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, I am grateful for every single thing you have done. And you, every single thing that I may have even forgotten that you have done. Lord, thank you, Papa. Thank you, Lord. I am entirely and eternally grateful to you. In Jesus' name we've prayed. Amen. Thank you guys and have a wonderful day and week ahead. God bless you. I love you. Bye.